It's the Dogcast, episode number 108. Alright dog fans, it's the Dogcast, episode 108. Welcome to the Dogcast. Uh, you know, I don't know, I don't even know what to say, old dog. I We we need to set the stage here before we get into tonight's show, because guys, we got lots of stuff for you. I am not in the bunker, I'm at the beach, okay? I'm, I'm vacating with the family, but old dog, as you know, I'm willing to, I'm will, I, you know, I'm willing to get it done. I'm willing to do what it takes for the Dog Nation, man, because that's what it takes to be the number nine rated sports podcast on iTunes. Absolutely, man. I tell you, we have been climbing. We started out at number 49, jumped up to 23, and now we are number nine. Did you hear that, dog fans? The number, the Georgia Bulldog Football Podcast, the Dogcast, number nine on the iTunes ratings for all sports podcasts. And... Thanks and to just, you. Thanks to you, ab- listeners. Absolutely. And just to throw another little kudos our way, the number one football podcast. That's right, baby. And we're definitely we're the number one independent, non-affiliated, not backed by a corporate website at Fox News or ESPN. We're the number one independent sports podcast on iTunes. I'm digging just- that. We're just two guys that love the dogs. That's right. And we have a ton of great listeners. So thanks for tuning in. This is episode 108. I am not in the bunker. Old Dog is manning things for us in Athens. But I want you to know that because I'm not in the bunker, you might. I got fireworks going. I got cars driving by. There's crickets in the background. Who knows Man, what you you're going to hear? You've got a lighter it won't light. You've oh. just got all kinds of things going on. But even though my lighter won't light, I am still here coming to you live amidst billowing clouds of secondhand smoke. So, dog fans, let's get it on. Old dog, we got stuff to talk about, man. We got to talk about Munson right off the bat. Tell me what you got. Well, what we've got now is Munson is going to do the home games. Uh, he's going to not travel with the team, and they're basically going to do it all. Uh, one short on that. He's going to do he's going to do home games, but not he's, road games. Basically, he's going to do home games, no road games. Uh, I guess it's Scott Schaefer or whoever is in there. He's going to take over. Uh, I guess Neil Williamson will move over to do a little color. And uh, <laughs> Canada. Uh, (laughs) Right, hunting in Canada. Uh, Now, you know, along those lines, and again, you know, know, as as you listeners know, our favorite Georgia quarterback of all time, one young Buck Ballou, came out with a, he has a little column that is syndicated, and uh, it's in the Savannah paper and a couple others, but I get the Savannah paper. And he said basically what we've been doing. You know, Larry was great in his day. But time has passed him by, and the broadcast is stale. Now, Buck is kind of lobbying for himself to get in there because he had said it would be good to have a former player up in there. And uh, 
you know, we're one, Georgia is one of the few broadcasts that doesn't have a former player. Of course, if they look to South Carolina, they may not want former <laughs> players in there because they got indictments flying left and right. But we do have to agree with him, but I think the push needs to be to get us in the booth. Absolutely. Dog Nation. We're coming to you, and we're going to have a coordinated uh, a coordinated effort. We're going to make a lobbying effort on behalf of ourselves. So I want you to know we're going to have links on the website. Stay tuned. I want you guys flooding Damon Evans' office with demands that Derek and Old Dog be in the booth for this coming season and all seasons going forward. We Man, want how, the job. How great would that be? Because we're not beholden to any kind. A little technical difficulty there, old dog. I missed that last <laughs> sentence, man. <laughs> you don't like that damn singular commercial where the people say something and the other guy says something and you can't hear what he's going on the cell phone, you know? But um, anyway. Well, I'm sure it got on there. And along those lines, and this is news to you, but I was contacted today by the Comcast people. And up in Charleston, they do, you know, that local access program. Yeah, like, got a guy like Wayne's World. Very similar. They've got a guy. Well, they've actually got two guys, Bobby Hartley, and I don't know the other guy's name up here in Charleston, but they're on ESPN Radio, and they do kind of like the afternoon drive show. I think they come on at four, and they go to six. Right. And then once a week, they they do. It's either a half hour or an hour show where you know it's like talking sports, and you and I have been invited to come on whatever day they record it, either Tuesday or Wednesday, before the Georgia-South Carolina game to get into it with they're both Carolina people, and me and you, we're going to be throwing down with some weenie-ass Gamecocks. <laughs> Man, are you kidding me? I we're going to be on the, ESPN Radio? We are going to be on ESPN Radio and Comcast. And our only job is to defend the dogs against Man, some, some no, game cock assault? That is not our only job to defend the dogs. Our job is to just annihilate and ridicule the game cocks as much as we can. I tell you what, and that that's going to be no be problem. Hard. No, it's not going to be hard because I tell you what, I love the Gamecocks. I love Steve Spurrier, and I got something to say about those guys, man. We well, we got I, I got all they can handle, baby. It is. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I mean, we're going to come loaded for bear. You know, you've heard of bringing a knife to a gunfight. Well, they're going to have a knife, and we're going to have a damn nuclear bomb. You got it, man. I tell you, what, speaking of the Gamecocks, and speaking of, I know you got some news. I know you got some things you want to talk about Georgia Tech, but let's let's just let's divert. Let's let's take a little sideline here about the Gamecocks. And I got to tell you, I've had a lot of adult beverages right now. So if I'm if, if I'm not clear, dog fans, you're going to have to get back to me on the on the audio comment line. But old dog, did you know that the Gamecocks? scheduled a series with the East Carolina Pirates or whatever, Skip Holtz's crew, and they're going to be playing games in Greenville, North Carolina, and Charlotte. I'm telling you, the Gamecocks will play anywhere, anytime, if there's going to be a TV camera or a little bit of money involved. They are complete football whores. I know, you, tell me about your idea. You were well, thinking about along, raising some money or along something? Along those lines, here's what I'm thinking. Since we've got the number nine rated podcast in the nation, over 41,000 listeners. Here's what I'm thinking we do. Is that thunder in the background? That's fireworks, man. Man, here's what I'm thinking we do. 
we get everybody to kick in 10 bucks. We then have the Dogcast All-Stars against the South Carolina Gamecocks. We play it on a Monday morning at 10 o'clock in Jeff and Boise's backyard. <laughs> I'm telling you what, I think for a couple of thousand bucks, you could get the Gamecocks in Boise. They we, will. We could play in Boise. We get Scott from D.C. and we get the guy. You know, we get guys from Vermont and Australia. We'll bring Tracy over from Snellville. We'll all travel to Boise and play the Gamecocks on the blue field. If we right, can get thirty-five, right thirty-six hundred dollars, I think we could. I think we could get them to schedule that. Absolutely. I, I don't think there's a problem doing that. Cause I'm, and I think I think the Dollcast All-Stars would probably put up a better fight than, the, than some Carolina directional school. I think you're right, man. So listen, you guys, we got a PayPal button on the website. We're trying to get a game scheduled between the Gamecocks and the Dollcast All-Star listeners. I in think Boise, it's going to Idaho in Boise, Monday, Idaho on a Monday morning at 10 a.m. <laughs> and I think uh, I'll contact ESPN and I think they'll carry it on the Ocho. <laughs> Spurrier said it's going to take a minimum of $1,200 to get his team to come to <laughs> Boise. So you guys need to dig deep, dig deep, dog fans, and let's get this game set up in Boise. Let's do it for Jeff. All right, do it for Jeff in Boise. Now, speaking of football prostitutes, old dog. Tell me what. Tell me about this rambling wreck issue oh. with Georgia Tech because we got some fans. They might not have heard about it. If you're not local, well, you might not have heard about the rambling you wreck. Know, you know, here's the thing, and and for some reason, which is just you know unbeknownst to me, Tech fans try to pull themselves off as a being superior to Georgia fans, and like they have a little higher class to them. Well, here I guess it's been about a month ago now, maybe three weeks. Georgia Tech apparently pimps out their mascot, that <laughs> nasty old Model A Ford, and apparently, you know, like if you've got a, you know, a mall opening, you know, a wedding, uh, you know, a bar, a, a bar mitzvah, something <laughs> along those lines, any kind of celebration for the right price, Georgia Tech will pack up their beloved. Model A Ramblin' Rack or T or whatever the hell it is. They'll put it on a flatbed and they'll take it wherever. Well, apparently, two of these real sophisticated Georgia Tech guys had it on a flatbed and couldn't keep their damn flatbed on the road. <laughs> Flipped it over in a ditch on I-16 because they were, they were renting it out to some geek that was getting married in Savannah. <laughs> Some slide rule carrying card right. member, card carrying member of the nerd herd rents out the Model A, and they can't even successfully transport yeah. it to Savannah without crashing it. Right, and I understand it may have been a same-sex wedding too, but that's just <laughs> rumor. But I just, you know, the, you know, the next time, the next time some texter comes up and starts talking a little smack, just let him know. Sonny Siler ain't pimping out Ugga. Exactly. We don't pimp out our mascot. That's You're right. not seeing Sonny Siler at somebody's bar mitzvah over in Macon. So uh, I... the, the only the only time I know Ugga appeared other than at a Georgia game was in Clint Eastwood's movie The Midnight or Midnight, uh, whatever it is. Midnight in the Garden, in the of, Garden Good of Good and Evil. And Evil. There you go. The Savannah movie. Yeah. And uh, he was the biggest star in that movie, I think, you know. And he got paid handsomely for doing that, I think. But anyway, I mean, I just, you know, I just love stuff like that. I do too, you know. And, I, and they're, they're hoping and praying that it's going to be ready for the first game. 
Oh, you yeah. Know, I just I just assume Al Qaeda uses it as the damn car bomb. But. <laughs> well, you know that wouldn't be above a Georgia Tech student. You know that's right, and we know they've already infiltrated Tech. Absolutely, Al Qaeda is covered up on North on North Avenue down there. Al Qaeda Abs- is everywhere. Absolutely. Now, I got some news. I got some. I got to get your ta- thoughts on this thing with the. Uh, it just came out here recently about the Florida Gator license plates in the state of Georgia. Old dog, have you seen that story? The yeah. where the there are some people. The Atlanta Florida Gator Club is lobbying. Evidently, they have to get a thousand signatures, and if they can get a successfully get a thousand signatures, they're able to petition the state to mint them a state of Georgia license plate that has a Florida Gator logo on it and says National Champions Football 2007 or whatever it is, you know? What do you think about that story, man? Well, here I am. And, again, my first knee-jerk reaction was, why in the hell would we do that? And, you know, there shouldn't be – I just don't think it's a good thing to do. But then I thought a little bit more on it. And I think at this point in time I may be for it because this is going to set a new precedent. If all it takes is a thousand signatures to get your own license plate, (laughs) if Florida can pull this baby off, I know the dog cast can get more. We can put together a thousand signatures in a day. (laughs) And how cool would it be to have your own dog cast plate? I'm telling you. How about you wanted to say, you know, because at the top of the Georgia plate it says www.georgia.gov. So you want the Georgia website at the top of the plate and dogcast.com at the bottom of the plate. Is that what you're saying, my man? Absolutely. I, and I, I want to and I want to be 00001. Oh yeah. Well, I tell you we oh, want well no, actually I'd probably be old dog 1 on that baby. Yeah, that your plate's going to say old dog 1. Um I tell you I was thinking about the Florida Gator plate thing. It, the 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 thing I'm confused about is most Gator fans, if not all Gator fans that I know, aren't able to read, much less drive. So what are they going to do with the license plate? They're not going to be able to read the license plate. Or, or they'll understand the logo because the little picture and everything. But they can't read. They can't drive. What are they going to do with a license plate, man? Well, and what are they doing in Atlanta anyway when, when they know that Gainesville is the greatest place in the world to live, according to USA Today. Absolutely. So, you know, so I, I don't think that I don't think that initiative is going to make it. There's too many no. too many layers of bureaucracy in the state of Georgia to uh, get that baby done. And too many too many proud Georgia graduates in the legislature. You got but that right. Just, they just need to pack that damn thing on up and just move it on out. Yeah. You don't see the you don't see the second largest bulldog club in the world, the Jacksonville Bulldog Club, lobby in Florida for bulldog plates. No, yeah, it's just not right. But anyway, no. I just wanted dog fans to know, if you guys are worried about those plates in the state of Georgia, don't worry about that because you ain't going to see that anytime soon. I don't think that's got much of a chance of making it, you know? Hey, you know, old dog, um, we got the countdown to kickoff coming up, man. The countdown to kickoff, the event countdown to kickoff, that's coming up here in Athens on July the 7th. But, you know, the real countdown to kickoff it's the only countdown that counts, man. That's the countdown That's right. The countdown to game day, baby. The countdown to Oklahoma State. Um, we're going to put a countdown clock on the website, by the way. So if you guys want to know exactly how long it is to the second, 
You'll be able to figure that out at our website, dogcast.com. Anytime you need to know how long it is to, to game day, check out the website. We're going to have it for you, man. And currently, old dog, and just in case you're wanting to know, as we record this, it is, uh, hang on, oh, oh my gosh, I can't even find my countdown clock. It's something. How many days is it, old about dog? 59, you know? About 58, 59 days. 58, yeah, we'll have the exact clock here. I got. I can't even find the clock, man. I, on my own website, I can't even find man, the you clock. You couldn't even light your own cigar. I know. <laughs> I'm telling you, too many adult beverages for me on vacation right now. Countdown to kickoff. Coming up, guys. Check the website for the countdown clock. If any of you guys can make that thing coming up on July the 7th, there's going to be a lot of former players there and everything. I'll give a little plug for that little thing because I know uh, Stinchcomb and those guys work really hard on that uh, that event. Um that's on yeah, July the seventh at the Woodger practice fields. And I think this year they're actually going to have a an auction and a golf tournament too. Going to be a little bit bigger than it was last year. So, yep. you know, good good luck to them. Here's something else I want to ask you about, or something else we want to talk about, old dog. Brandon Katu, the number one ranked senior kicker in the country, preseason. He's in, he's in line for all the awards, whatever it is, the Lou Groza Award or for top kickers and stuff. He is back. He is on the record saying he is 100% healthy and ready to reassume his dominance as place kicker, field goal kicker. Jack does everything you can do with a football in your foot. Are you excited about this kid being 100% or what, old dog? Well, I'm glad to have him back, but again, I hope the only kicks he has to do are extra points. Exactly, but I tell you what, I really like knowing we can make a field goal from just about anywhere on the field. You oh, know? absolutely. No, Certainly anywhere a, on our side of the field. That'll be a big, big boost. Absolutely. It sure will, because we did miss him, uh, you know, after he hurt himself on that, you know, practicing those onside kicks. That freak onside kick accident last year. It's still summertime. Have you got any? Yeah. Uh, you got any police blotter news or anything like that well, going yeah, on? Well, you know, you know, we do. We need to talk about some serious stuff. Uh, we have not done a show, you know, since we lost uh, Paul Oliver, uh, Trip Chandler. You know, I mean, we we lost Paul Oliver to grades, Trip Chandler to alcohol. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I'm telling you. Well, you know, um, Nadaris Ward stepping up, just like we talked about in the last show. I think he's going to be ready. To, you know, he's going to be ready to play. I don't think Trip Chandler is going to have more than a one-game suspension. I mean, have they announced that suspension yet? I, I'm not sure, but I think it's going to be at least two games. You think? I think so. I, I think that's. I think that's the way it rolls. You know, so we're going to be. You know, I, it looks like we're going to be missing him for the first two games, and it would. You know, and the fact that he has been the only tight end that we've had that's actually been able to practice with some contact. Uh, you know, Nadarius Ward seems to have a lot of heart. You know, he was out there in spring practice, you know, but he was no contact. So, you know, that's a whole lot better than not being there at all. But, and, you know, he's got the plays down, I hope. But, again, you know, we're, that's a position, you know, that we were thin at to begin with. And, you know, and Chandler had come on real well, too. Oh yeah, you know, I mean, this was kind of going to be a breakout thing, and you know, I just, I just hate to see, to see that happen, uh, well, you know, to a kid. Trip Chandler had a fantastic G Day game and a fantastic spring camp. You know, he was great and a, a real, a real force on the field in practice and during the G Day game. I, I'm really looking forward to getting him back, whether it's a one-game suspension, two-game suspension. I'm looking forward to having him compete with that job, compete for that job with Nadaris Ward. I think I think we got 
great things in store for tight end this year. Well, you know, I'm hoping so. Again, I just I just hate the fact that one of the positions we were going to be thin in, we're even thinner now, and it looks like, you know, we're going to, you know, come, come game time against Oklahoma State, we're going to be lining up a kid that's a redshirt freshman that's never, ever played a down for the University of Georgia before. So hopefully he's going to step up big and, uh, you know, be a force to reckon with. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy, man. I tell you what, I hate having a player in there that fresh for an important game like that George, like that South Carolina game. And but, you know, uh, along those along those lines, and we had talked about it before, you know, that we were saying with our depth and everything that probably the defensive backfield would be one of our strong suits because we had such a wealth of experienced backup players. You know, a lot of young talent out there. They were a little bit raw, but they had seen some game time and stuff. And now with the loss of Paul Oliver, we're real oh. because they're not going to be in a backup role. They're not going to be coming in to spell somebody. You know, they're going to be the man. And you know, I hate you talking about guys. You talking about guys like Asher Allen and Prince Miller and those those kind of guys, right? Guys that got oh yeah, on yeah, time on time experience, on field experience, but not real starter experience. Exactly. I mean, they haven't felt the pressure. You know, I mean, Paul Oliver was the man that shut down God's receiver. Well, I'm telling you a lot. They're still talking about Calvin Johnson. I watched an NFL show today, and the the question was, you know, will Calvin Johnson have a better freshman or better rookie season than Randy Moss and all that kind of – I mean, they – Well, I'll tell you what. Calvin Johnson's season will be about as good as mine. Yeah, I, I tell you what, I, I, I just, I got no love for Calvin Johnson, man. Well, he's, he's got a lot of physical tools, but I haven't seen it. You know, he's just overrated. Absolutely, overrated. That little car there in the background for you. There um, you go. Hold on, let me let me get a little more secondhand smoke going. Old dog, what else you want to talk about tonight? But anyway, I think that's about it for the police blotter. Someone else got picked up for Trip Chandler, but he doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even remember that guy's name. No. I don't remember. I've had, I've had way too many mojitos tonight. Um, uh, oh, old dog. Did you see where ESPN? ESPN U. Um, that's like that's like the Ocho, I guess. That's that's the equivalent to the Ocho. They did. No, no, I've, I've actually got ESPN on the TV. Yes. Well, you know, did you see? I've actually. I'm going to put a link to this video. It's going to be right in the show notes for this show, old dog. ESPN U. Number one college rank, number one college running back of all time, Herschel Walker. It's a great clip. They did a great little, like a five minute video retrospective of Herschel's career. I've got it right well, in the show notes, guys. A little and, YouTube video for you guys. And to me, what was so interesting about that whole clip, because the clip actually starts at 10 and counts down. Right. And I think actually Herschel probably has more time in his clip than the other nine together. I know. I know. Guys like Earl Campbell and O.J. Simpson and, I mean, you know, they, a lot. Barry, Barry Sanders, Sanders. I mean, oh. you know, it's just, and and Emmett Smith didn't even make it. Emmett Smith's not even in the top ten. No. As we know, when he was a college running back, the dogs owned Emmett Smith, you know? Absolutely. Emmett Smith didn't show up for one game against the dogs, much like Calvin Johnson. I don't know where that's going, but uh, I was glad to see Herschel get that official number one ranking of all time, you know? And I tell you, along those lines, and I think probably when we get a little closer to the season, we'll put some of these on. But, you know, we've been, and going back to a little bit earlier, you know, we have been 
been critical of, of Munson and the rest of the radio crew, especially Walter Smith, because I think at one time we actually called for his assassination. <laughs> but uh, Yeah, that's what you'd call critical, and, old dog. And and we haven't backed out from that either. No. But, uh, but I did run across some clips going back to like 1978 and forward, uh, you know, through about 84 of Larry's some of some of his greatest calls, and I mean, in his day, you, you just got to listen to him because that's why people still love him. Exactly, I mean, they, they remember. And unfortunately, the guy's 82 years old, and basically, he's a shadow of himself. Well, not being critical, but we all get old, and we all lose a step or two. Absolutely, and like you said, if you go back and listen to those earlier clips compared with his latest work, you can really see the difference between the optimism of his younger days versus the pessimism later in his career. You know, and that that pessimism. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's night and day. I mean, you know, the the call on the on the '78 Tech game. You know, Baloo's throw to Amp Arnold, then then the penalty when we went for two, and then the damn end around where Arnold went in untouched to the end in the end zone for a two point conversion. I mean, it just it's great. You know, the Florida call, Butler's kick to beat Clemson, and the neatest thing about so many of them, at no point in time does Larry ever tell you they scored. Right. You just know it. You just know it. That's exactly right. Like you said, it's that. I don't know. It's just that optimism versus the fear and pessimism here of, uh, you know, he used to think, he used to expect us to do it, and now he's afraid we, it seems like he's afraid we can't get it done. And, you know, we we don't need to beat up on him anymore, but we will because I know we've got a lot of young listeners out there that feel the same way we do now, but they really don't understand back 60s, 70s, and 80s you know, Larry was great. He well, was the, why, yeah, it's why Munson the, is such a big deal. He was the best there was. Yeah, there's no doubt. But I'm going to have but a phone t- number. Call, but it's time for us to take over. Call Damon Evans. Write Damon Evans. Whoever you know, call your legislators. Call whoever you can call. Write whoever you can write. Dog fans, we want in the booth. We want in the booth. We want it bad. I don't mind being the Ragoff to Munson's Vince Dooley. You know, I know that there's no future for the guy who replaces the legend. And even knowing that going in, we're still confident we can get it done. Dog That's fans, why it's going to take two of us. Exactly. It's going to take two of us to replace him. Bring in a player. We'll take Buck Ballou or Frank Ross, whoever we can get. But give us a player in the booth, and we'll we'll make you proud, Dog Nation. Put us in the booth. That's what well, we want. Well, I tell you, we may actually want to get Kevin Butler. He does a pretty good job on that fifth quarter show. You know, and does it, is it just me, or does Kevin Butler just look kind of funny now? I mean, he looks so different than the way I remember him, you know? He's kind of like this short, little, chubby guy now, you know? Yeah. He's so like unusual. The, like the rest of us. I know, exactly. <laughs> hey, speak for yourself, Chunky. Um, I got you. <laughs> you chunky monkey. But anyway... Uh, dog fans, that's about all we got. Um, listen, keep listening to the show. We're gonna as we get closer to the football season, dog fans. We're gonna start doing a, you know, we'll do a little roster breakdown thing for you guys. What to expect? Looking at our opponents going forward. You know, I'm excited about going back to Tennessee this year, old dog. 
Coach Rick is 3-0 and in Knoxville. So yeah. uh, I'm certainly looking forward to a little payback in Knoxville this year against the fat one. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to a great season as we make a run for the national championship like we do every year. Well, and, and i tell you what. I mean, I think, you know, we've got some of the things that we were concerned with coming in. Uh, you know, it looks like the offensive line is coming together. Uh, they made great strides in the spring. Uh, fall practice is really going to tell us a lot. But uh, Stacey Searle's working hard, man. Absolutely. Stacey, our new offensive line coach working hard to get it done. There's no doubt about it. But I tell you, and as we know, that's the key. But I tell you what, if we can give Stafford some protection back there, open up some holes, we are going to have one of the most high-powered offenses uh, in the nation, and it's going to be time for Martinez to step up. His back's against the wall. He's kind of gotten depleted a little bit uh, you know, on defense, and this is his year to prove if he can coach or not. Absolutely. You couldn't could. – well said, my man, well said. Because I'm telling you, on the offensive side of the ball, you know, Stafford is on so many watch lists. I think a better, more confident ball coming out of Stafford, I think it's going to make our receivers better. I think it's going to make our running game – our running game is going to make the receivers better. I think we're going to be better across the board on offense this year, and the pressure and the focus is really going to be on Willie Martinez to not be the weakest link. That's right, and uh, we just don't need to give up big plays. No, absolutely not. Because that's, that's, that's what killed us. And I mean, we, uh, and I can't remember who it was, but one of our great listeners had emailed us and uh, said he wanted a defense, you know, that, that, want, that didn't want to lose more than they wanted to win. Right, absolutely. And, and that's the attitude we need to have this year. I couldn't agree with you more, old dog. I tell you what, I think that's going to about wrap it up for this show. Um, old dog, is that about all you got, man? Is that we got nothing man, else? That's, that's more than I got. I think I've been babbling for the last little bit. Okay, all right. Well, but I've scratched all the new? I've scratched all the stuff off of my little checklist, you know. So uh, I think that's going to do it for the number nine rated podcast in America. And uh, we appreciate you guys listening. We really do. We know we took a little time off. I mean, it's kind of summer. It's kind of doldrums. I'm into the mojitos right now because it's July the 4th. I hope you guys have had a great 4th. hope you have a great 4th weekend. And uh, remember, you can call us anytime at 706-534-1516. Or you can email us at dogcast at gmail.com. We really appreciate your support. If you li- As I told you, if you like the show, tell a friend. We love those ratings. We love feedback and emails and calls from you listeners. Thanks for all that you guys do for the show. And, uh, Old Dog, I'm going to let you take us out of here, man. And just remember, folks, we're less than two months away from kickoff. Oh, we're like 56 days now, man. I can't wait. Dog fans, have a great fourth weekend, and thanks for listening. That's a wrap. Fans, enjoy yourselves. We'll be back soon, and go dogs. Hey guys, this is John from Indiana. I had emailed several weeks ago about the Georgia uh, fan being a Florida fan type thing, and I'll admit that uh, I said that it was okay to pull for Florida, especially when they were playing Big Ten teams, because Big Ten country up here. I'm a pastor that's relocated up here, and I just need to ask for your forgiveness, old dog. I was wrong. I also helped with the high school football team and went out last week or so for some spring drills. And a kid showed up with a Florida shirt on, and I was saying, man, and I apologize for 
even saying that you can pull for the Gators. So I've changed my view. We never, ever, ever pull for Florida in no circumstances. When you've got young kids in the Midwest wearing Florida shirts, we've got a problem. Go dogs, go Powerade, and remember, guys, clean your mouth up. Sometimes my kids listen to your show. Love the info. God bless. Hey there. Uh, this is Andy from Athens, and I just wanted to see you guys' thoughts, on, because obviously you guys have been around a while. Um, your thoughts on the alma mater at the games. To me, that's the most awkward part of the game, friend that came wearing the opponent's colors, just because nobody knows it, and it just goes on and on, and everyone does, does it wrong. So I uh, wanted to see your thoughts on that, if that's something that's been going on for the 100 years that Old Dog's been there, or, you know, what's going on with that. So uh, give me a call, or, I'd, you know, have a good show. Hey, guys, this is Toothpick here in Savannah. Enjoy the show. Jeff in Boise. You need to straighten that woman out, man. <laughs> 